You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus is God, Lord, and Savior. Discover more of this truth in week two of All and Nothing. We started this series last week. Uh, the title of our series is All and Nothing. And many of us are used to this expression, all or nothing. And maybe you're wondering, is this a typo error? But really, that's exactly what we want to say in this series, all and nothing. And the reason for that is because the overarching message of this series is Christ above all, nothing more, nothing less. In fact, can you say that with me at the count of three? Okay, one, two, three. Christ above all, nothing more, nothing less. And that is important, especially in a religious nation like ours, where we have this propensity to always go back to this uh, work, uh, salvation by works mentality. Even though we are already Christians, there are times where we feel like, uh, maybe intentionally or subconsciously, we feel like what Christ has done for us 2,000 years ago is still not sufficient. And there's something we need to do to add to it or to contribute so that our salvation will be, uh, will be complete. So we add uh, traditions, we add church attendance. Uh, sometimes, and I'm guilty of this when I was a new Christian, sometimes if I don't read 10 chapters a day, every morning, I, I feel like something is wrong with me. I feel like there's something about our relationship with God that is not right. And I have to do all these things. So the motivation is to secure my salvation. It's not devotion, but it's duty uh, on my end. The the motivation why I'm doing all these things is not because of an overflowing uh, joy and thanksgiving in my heart because of what Christ has done for me. Rather than an expression of gratitude... I'm doing this, trying to contribute or add to what Christ has done for me. Uh, Yesterday, I uh, did the dedication uh, of Callie Chan, the daughter of one of our Victory Group members and a friend of ours. Nung kahapon po, nandun kami, ang lakas ng ulan, we started eating around 12 noon, we ended around 2 p.m., Two hours, kain po kami ng kain, ano, for free. Siniguro ko masyado yun. Sure ba to? <laughs> Two hours, so kain kami ng kain. Two, ang dami ho namin kinain. You know, it's going to be really weird and awkward if after eating for two hours na binayaran na nung, nung friend namin, it would be awkward and weird if I go to them and I insisted on paying for what I've eaten. Or, nagbibigay akong 100 para i-contribute mo na ito pantulong. Parang idagdag mo na itong 100. Tapos pinipilit ko talaga, hindi, hindi, okay na. You know, we invited you to celebrate with us. Pero pinipilit ko talaga, hindi, hindi, huwag kayong magyabang. Eto. Eto yung 100, idagdag nyo to <laughs> sa bill. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be weird. But you know, that's the picture. Every, try, every time we try to contribute to the price that Christ has already paid for our sins. That's the picture every time we try to, to add to what Christ has already done to secure our salvation. It's not 
helping. In fact, it's ruining the gospel that was given to us. Uh, just like this news featured in ABC News 10 days ago. And the headline is uh, like this. Sabidon, kid in Norway destroys 5,000-year-old carving trying to improve it. Grabe. A young boy in Norway defaced a 5,000-year-old work of art dubbed by a local mayor as one of the most internationally known symbols of Norway in an effort to make the Stone Age drawing more visible. So ang ginawa ng bata, trinase niya yung carving line which became faded over uh, centuries of exposure to sun and rain and all that. So medyo faded na siya, so nagmagandang loob yung bata. Sabi niya, tutulungan kong pagandahin to. And in the process, destroyed this 5,000-year-old carving, trying to improve it. And that's what happened to Colossians. That's what happened to the church in Colossae. In, in trying to improve what Christ has already done for us, some people end up distorting the gospel of Jesus Christ. They end up distorting the work and person of Jesus. Nag-iba na, nag-iba na yung hitsura niya. Sa halip na gumanda siya, pumangit siya, at naging confusing. Okay? Now, the problem in the book of Colossians, again, last week I said this, can be summarized in one word, and that's the word syncretism. Or the act of combining or mixing different beliefs, practices, philosophies, and religions. Mixing them together. Now, syncretism is not not just a problem that they encountered in the New Testament. Syncretism is still infecting a lot of churches and Christians today. Resulting to uh, this, their personal own version of Jesus and Christianity. Mixed with uh, different beliefs, superstitious beliefs, uh, um, mga philosophies and other religions. So the result is this uh, version of Christianity that is not aligned to the truth of God's Word. So maraming tao ngayon, yung Jesus nila personalized, customized. Yung Jesus ko, hindi siya nagko-condemn. My Jesus understands our relationship. We're married in our hearts. The paper is not there. This is not legal, but you know, our Jesus don't condemn. Wow! So, may kanya-kanyang version ng Jesus, may kanya-kanyang version ng Christianity to, to suit their own taste, preference, and lifestyle. And so, uh, Paul wrote this letter to the church in Colossae to, to reinforce the truth about Jesus. Who is Jesus and what Christ has done for us? That's why this series is important for all of us. This is a seven-part series. This is now the second week. And this is important for us, especially with the a, with a influx of information. You go to YouTube, internet, blogs, books, all kinds of informations flooding us. Sometimes it's hard to know which one is true. So this series is important for all of us to have a greater understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
so that we will have greater understanding, conviction, and appreciation of what we receive from Christ. Uh, last week, we started with the prayer of Apostle Paul for the church. Uh, a prayer that we will be filled with the knowledge of God's will. Nag-graduate na tayo sa John 3.16. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Malipa, okay? Parang yun na lang ang memorize. 10 years na, John 3.16 pa rin. The prayer of Paul is that you will be filled with the knowledge of God's will. That you will come to a point wherein the word will come to life. That you will be able to explain God's word to others. And share the gospel to other people. Second prayer niya is that we will be fruitful. That we will continue to advance the kingdom of God. And that we will be faithful no matter what happens. And today we're continuing in the book of Colossians. And if you have your Bible with you, we're going to read from Colossians chapter 1. Starting in verse 15. And uh, for today I'm going to read from uh, the NLT version. Verse 15. Here's what the Bible says. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme. Everyone say supreme over all creation. For through Him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through Him and for Him. He existed before anything else, and He holds all creation together. Verse 18, Christ is also the head of the church, which is His body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So He is first, everyone say first, in everything. And verse 19, it says, For God in all His fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through Him God reconciled everything to Himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Can you bow your heads with me and close your eyes as we pray? Father, we pray, Lord, that the Word will receive from You today. Lord, will, will set us ablaze for Jesus. I pray it will set our hearts on fire. Lord, I pray that your word will, you will use your word, God, to impart, Lord God, just revelation, Lord, that will strengthen our foundation, our conviction, and will result to greater appreciation of who you are and what you've done for us. I pray you will capture every heart, capture every mind, every imagination and desire of every person in this room today. And I pray that you will give us a greater revelation of how amazing you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, a, a quick search on the internet and it will give you a vast array of opinions and views about Jesus. Okay, here are just some examples. I mean, there's so many books written about Jesus. Some are good, some are bad, some are questioning his divinity, his existence, what he has done on the cross. Some books, sabi nila, Jesus on leadership. There's another one here, what would Jesus eat? About diet. 
So lahat na, Jesus and uh, the principles of Jesus in managing finances and business. So there's a lot of books, blogs, and articles about Jesus. When it comes to Jesus, the opinions and views expressed are almost without end. Talagang iba-iba na ho. And one of the reasons why so many professing Christians are carried away to, to buy false teachings Sometimes, iba na yung pinaniniwalaan. Okay, like last week I said, hindi nila na, napansin, ah, hinaluan ko na pala ng superstitious belief yung paniniwala ko kay Jesus. Nag-church ako on a Sunday, pero nagbabaon pa rin ako ng agimat every day. Yung cross na sinusuot ko, ginagamit ko pa rin pang taboy ng demonyo. Asawa, lumayo ka. Mga <laughs> Pampaswerte pag may exam. Lord, Lord, answer sa number 20. Parang grabe. Ano? Parang may, yung mirror, ano ba yun? Spirit of the glass, hindi. <laughs> Basta iba-iba na, superstitious beliefs. So mixed up na. And a lot of, uh, that's the reason why so many professing Christians are, are swayed by false teaching is because they are not grounded on the truth. Of who Jesus is. Sino but or minsan pag may bagong movie, bagong book, questioning about Jesus and His divinity, napapadoubt ka agad, oo nga, no, baka nga may anak sila ni Mary. Oo nga, baka hindi talaga siya yung namatay sa cross. Believe it or not, some religions, uh, uh, there's a religion that says, nung namatay si Jesus on the cross, hindi talaga siya yun, kamukha niya yun, pinako. Tapos nung namatay, three days after resurrection, nagpakita ulit si Jesus. Charan! Stuntman lang yung namatay. <laughs> Lahat na. And so we're questioning, without, we cannot move on, we cannot give our all to Jesus because we're constantly questioning our faith. That's why Paul, uh, again, wrote to the church in Colossae and reinforced these foundational truths about Jesus. Three foundational truths about Jesus that I want to highlight from the verses we read. First one is that Jesus is God. Jesus is God. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, it says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. You know, one time, Pastor Larry showed me a watch, a Rolex watch. So, sabi niya, tingnan mo yung Rolex ko. Ako naman parang, ah, yan pala ang Rolex. Di ko naman alam yung difference ng totoo sa hindi, ano? Pero after niya akong paglaruan, <laughs> ng ilang minuto, sabi niya, actually, replica lang to. This is not the real thing. This is just a replica. It looks like it's the real thing, but it's not. You know, when it comes to Jesus, when the Bible says Christ is the visible image of the invisible God, it's not like saying Jesus is the replica. It's not the real thing, pero parang siya na rin. No, no. God, God the Father and God the Son is one. Jesus is God. Here's what the Bible says in Hebrews 1.13. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And He upholds the universe by the word of His power. He's not just a replica. He's the exact imprint. Everything about God, His nature, His character, His power, everything about Him. If you've seen Jesus, you've seen God. 
He is God and He upholds the universe by the word of His power. John chapter 1, verse 1 and 14, talking about Jesus, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And verse 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's what Christ has done for us. Jesus is God. You know, here in the Philippines, if you ask people, Christiano ka ba? Oh, Christian. We are also one of the most corrupt nations in the world. Everybody is claiming to be a Christian. Pag sinabi mo, naniniwala ka ba kay Jesus? Oo naman. Naniniwala ka ba na God siya? Oo. How sure are you? Do you really believe that Jesus is God? Just like what the Bible says, that Jesus is God. Do you believe that Jesus is God the same way you believe the multiplication table? Ilan sa inyo dito, alam niyo po yung multiplication. For example, 2 times 2. Now, how many of you are sure that 2 times 2 is equals 4? Yung iba hindi pa rin sure, no? Parang, pastor, wag na nating ibalik ang nakaraan. Honestly, how many of you are sure 2 times 2 equals 4? How many of you are sure 2 plus 2 equals 4? Ilan sa inyo dito, pag tinuruan niyo yung anak niyo ng multiplication or addition, sabi niya, Mami Malika, 2 plus 2 is 5. Anong sasabi mo sa anak mo? If that's what you believe, I will not force my opinion. No! Anong ginagawa natin? Anak! Pagpunta ka pa lang, pabalik na ako. Nakatatlong beses ako sa grade 1. Hindi mo papabayaan yung anak mo sa paniniwala niya na 2 plus 2 equals 4. No, what you'll do? You'll explain, you'll convince. Why? Because you know the truth. That 2 plus 2 equals 4. And you will not allow your child to go to school with that belief. No, you're not. And you're not going to say, hindi ko ipupwersa ang paniniwala ko sa'yo. You'll not do that. Why? Because you are sure. When it comes to Jesus, how many of you are sure that Jesus is God? How many of you are sure that He is not just a good moral teacher, just like the New Age movement is saying? How many of you are sure that Jesus is God? He's not just a prophet like Muslims believe. He's not just an angelic being that God created like the Jehovah's Witnesses. Are, are, are telling. You know, He's not just the Son of God. Like I and C there say, He's the Son of God, but He's not the living God. How many of you are sure Jesus is God? He's not just one of the many gods like the Hindus believe. No, He is not just one of the many gods. He's not just uh, a created being. He's not just a prophet. He's not just a wise moral teacher. No, Jesus is God. Alam mo, parang kwentong Pinoy ito. Eh. Wala yun sa loto, lolo ko. There's a pastor in our nation claiming to be the son of God. Sabi, hindi ako magpapatalo sa inyo. Naniniwala kayo kay Ako si Jesus. How about you? Do you really believe that Jesus is God? Because if you really believe that Jesus is God, then everything is claiming about Himself is true. Then everything the Bible says is true. And if Jesus is God, then He is worthy of our worship, of our devotion, and our loyalty. He is worthy of everything that we have. You know, it's amazing, because you know, I encountered this news article 
just this month, 2016, man in New Zealand who quit his job to play Pokemon Go full-time. By the way, no, kung nanguhuli kayo dito, we'll confiscate your phone. Seriously, this guy quit his job to hunt Pokemon. Para sa kanya, this is worth living. This is worth living. I want to ask you this question. Who do you live for? What do you live for? Because if Jesus is God, then we should live for Him. We should honor Him in everything. He's not our homeboy. He's not the man upstairs. He's not just somebody we visit every Sunday. We cannot treat Jesus casually. If Jesus is God, we should bow our knees to Him and declare that He is Lord. Amen. How many of you believe Jesus deserves our worship? Our all in our everything. Jesus is God. Next one, Jesus is supreme over all creation. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. You are not the center of the universe. You are not the purpose why this world exists. Jesus is. Everything was created through Him and for Him. Everything is created by Him, including you. And you're created not only through Him, but you're created for Him. Life without Jesus is like calculus without numbers. It's like music without notes. It's like watching a movie but starting in the middle. It will not make sense. You, it will be devoid of meaning if you remove Jesus out of the equation. Life will only make sense. And life will only be worth living if we finally understand and acknowledge that we are created by Him and for Him. Everything about you is created for His glory. Your job, your marriage, your life, your skills, your resources, your money, your talent, your health, your influence, your connection, your platform, wherever you are, whatever you have, it's all about Jesus. It's not about you. Can you please tell the person sitting next to you, it's not about you? Parang minsan may attitude tayo kay Jesus, di ba? Lord, ang labo mo. Why? Why? Why are you not giving this to me? Why are you not doing this for me? No, life is not about you. It's all about Him. We, life will only make sense when we admit and acknowledge that we're created by Him. And He holds all creation together. I like that. He holds everything together. You know, the only explanation for all the good that we're experiencing today, the only explanation for all the good that's still happening today in our world, in spite of the reality of sin and evil, the only explanation is the existence of a good and loving God. Some people are saying, if God is good and God exists, why is there evil in the world? Bakit ang dami pa rin masasamang nangyayari? You know, I, I like what Pastor Rice 
said in his message during the one conference, and I'd like to quote. He said, The existence of evil doesn't indicate the absence of God from the world, but the absence of Him from our lives. The existence of evil doesn't indicate the absence of God from the world, but the absence of Him from our lives. Sometimes we give ourselves too much credit. Pag may magandang nangyayari, Uy, ang bait niya, uy, ang galing niya, uy, ang galing ko. We honor one another. Sometimes, Jesus is never mentioned. But when something bad happens, all of a sudden, Jesus is mentioned, Asan ka, Lord? Bakit mo hinayaang mangyari to? Again, I'd like to quote Pastor Rice. Ganda nung sinabi niya eh. I'd just like to quote. He said, when something good happens, we claim the credit. But when bad things happen, we blame God. Grabe yan, no? You know, I, I just came across this, uh, this website about uh, uh, this, or I think it's an organization of airlines around the world. And according to that website, 3.57 billion passengers were carried by the world's airlines. 2013. Or 2012, 2013 or 2012, 3.5, not 3.57 billion people safely uh, took the airplane carried by the world's airlines. Nakatawid sila. Can you imagine that? On an average, there are 102,465 flights per day. 100,000 flights per day. May nagpapasalamat ba na, Lord, grabe, thank you sa 1,000 plus na naka-safely landed. Nakalipad. Pero pag may isang nag-crash, grabe ka, Lord, asan ka? You know, the only explanation for all the good that's still happening today is the presence of a good and loving God. The Bible says He holds everything together. Left on our own, we will always do what is evil. May isang experiment na ginawa. Walang nakatingin. May hidden camera. Tapos naglagay sila ng mga may bag full of money and my wallet. I mean, I'm amazing. Some of them, professionals. Educated. Pero nang nakita nila, walang nakatingin. How many of you know, left on our own, we will always do what is evil. There's a temptation. There's a temptation. Sin is real. But thank God, the Bible says, He holds everything together. He holds everything together. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So He is first in everything. Again, can you say that with me? First in everything. Maybe you've seen this t-shirt, this uh, design of t-shirt. Nakalagay, make Jesus famous. How many of you have seen that design before? Make Jesus famous. You know, Jesus is already famous. I'm not sure with you. Jesus is known all over the world. For most of us, the issue is not His prominence. It's preeminence. Is He first in our lives? Hindi kung sikat ba si Lord. Hindi, sikat na si Lord eh. Pero ang tanong, first ba siya sa buhay mo? Is He top? Is He the greatest? Is He supreme? 
in every decision that we make, do we consider Him first? His will, His purpose, His plans, His word, His, His destiny for our lives. Many times, you know, some people, what they do is they pray to God about their business, their marriage, their family. They pray to God. But when it comes to decision-making, Lord, ako na to. Your job is just to bless. Bless me. Pero, hindi yung Lord, maganda tong opportunity na to. Malaki ko dito. But Lord, show me if this is you. Not my will, but your will. If this is not you, even if I'm going to earn 100 million from this deal, I'm going to walk away. Why? Because Jesus first in my life. Not money, not a person, not a career, not an opportunity. Jesus first. The problem is not if he is famous. The problem is, is, he, is Jesus first in our lives. Is he first in your life? What area of your life where you are struggling to make Jesus first? The Bible says He's supreme over all creation. Last point I'd like to make. Jesus is the only way to salvation. Jesus is the only way to salvation. I like what Tim Keller said. He said, all religions and philosophies say, this is the way. Lahat sasabihin nila, you want to be saved? Do this, do that. Be a good person. Complete these ten prayers. This is the way. But only Jesus who said, I am the way. I am the way. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 20, And through Him, God reconciled everything to Himself, and He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. I like that. Sabi ng Bible, through Jesus, where we are reconciled. You know, the word reconciled means to bring back into proper relationship. Reconcile means to restore a previously existing relationship. So, okay yung relationship niya before, kaya lang something happened, nagka-gap, nagka-conflict, you separated. Reconciliation is restoring that previously existing relationship to its original state. You know, we are like Legos. Different shapes, colors, sizes, but we're created for one purpose, and that is to connect. We're wired to connect and to relate to God and to one another. God wants us to have meaningful, rich relationship with God and one another. But when sin came, sin destroyed our relationship with God. Sin is destroying our relationship with one another. Adultery, greed, pride, envy, unforgiveness, bitterness, cheating, jealousy. Sin is destroying relationship. But the Bible says, through Jesus, He reconciled us to Himself. God, Jesus, bridged the gap. You know, pag nag-aaway kami nung misis ko, paminsan-minsan lang naman. Once a week. <laughs> pag nag-aaway kami, talagang ang hirap. Personally, I find it hard to focus on what I'm doing. And I can't enjoy. Eh, lagi nakalutang sa isip ko yun eh. Ang hirap. Tapos uuwi ka, wala kang katabi, saka, di ba, sa bed. Pag, Asan siya? 
Ang hirap gumalaw sa sarili mong bahay pag merong enmity, pag may away. Kaya ayo ang hirap pag may pag you're not at peace, pag if there's a fight. Pero pag may peace, pag okay kayo, ang sarap, di ba? Kaya nang binabasa ko to talaga, napapa-worship ako, thank you Lord. Jesus reconciled us to himself and made peace with us through his blood. Because of our sin, we are at war with God. Kaya hindi tayo makalapit eh. Feeling natin, hindi kami close ni Lord, hindi niya papakinggan yung prayers ko, si, si, makapagpa-pray kay pastor, kasi sila ni pastor ganito, kami ganun. Because we feel the gap. We know we are not in right relationship with God. But how many of you are glad in Christ, we are now reconciled back to God? How many of you are thankful for the peace that you're enjoying today in your relationship with God? There is no shame. There is no guilt. There is no condemnation. I don't need to set a schedule. Anytime I have access to God, I can pray to God, I can worship my God, and I can enjoy a relationship with God. Amen. How many of you can give a clap and just really an offering of worship to God? Iba. Gabi, nabubuhay ka before, nung hindi pa kayo okay ni Lord, parang, anda, ang gulo, it's all up to you, you do, you're unsure, if you die today, where are you going tomorrow? If you will die tomorrow, why not today? <laughs> unsure. Pero ngayon, iba pag nakaigad ka eh. Even if daming problems, concern, somehow there's peace in your heart, there is an assurance that God will hold everything together. I don't know what will happen tomorrow. Maybe God will take away my life. I've lost a classmate. Magka-batchmate kami. Namatay siya ng first year college. Ang bata pa. I don't know if I still have a day to go. But to be honest with you, I have peace in my heart. That if I die today, I'm confident I will spend eternity with God. Because I'm a pastor. Because I go to victory. Because I go here every Sunday. No. But because of Jesus Christ and what Christ has done for me on the cross. There is nothing I can add to that. There is nothing I can contribute. Christ above all, nothing more, nothing less. We are assured of our salvation, not because of what we're doing, but because of what Christ has done for us. Amen? Amen. You know, here's a summary of the gospel. Here's the summary of the gospel. Ano ba yung message na pinoproclaim natin? What is the gospel? What is the gospel? is good news. The best good news you will ever hear is that it's not that you're promoted in your job. It's not that my financial breakthrough, my healing, pumasaka sa board exam. That's not the best good news. The best good news you will ever receive is this. The good news, the gospel, is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived the life we should have lived and died the death we should have died in our place. Three days later, He rose from the dead, proving He is the Son of God and offering the gift of salvation and forgiveness of sins to anyone who repents and believes in Him. That is the good news. Everything else is a bonus. But this is the good news. That Christ did not wait for us to take the first step. He came down from heaven. God became flesh and dwelt among us. And even though we are the ones 
who offended him, he humbled himself, offered his life on the cross, and paid the penalty for our sins, so that you and I can have peace with God again. We can be reconciled and enjoy a relationship with him. Let's just pray right now. Lord, thank you for the good news. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of our sins and the gift of eternal life. Lord, we declare today that you are God, that you are supreme over all creation, and that you are the only way to salvation. Lord, I pray, make this truth and conviction strong and deep in our hearts. Lord, I pray that you will remove the doubts and uproot the lies that's stopping us from giving our all to you. Lord, I pray from this day on, Lord, we will not take you casually, but we will worship you and give you the honor and the worship you deserve. For you are Lord. In Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for the people here who are feeling like everything is falling apart in their lives. For those of us here who are feeling like everything is going out of control and they're feeling hopeless in their situation, I pray, Lord, that give them that assurance that you will hold everything together in their life, Lord. You will hold their marriage together. You will hold their family together. You will hold, Lord, their business together, Lord God. Everything in their life, Lord, assure them that you're a God of second chances. Father God, I pray for, Lord, your encouragement to come. Teach them to look to you and fix their eyes on you, Jesus. Teach them to trust in you, to rely on you, God. To walk by faith, not by sight. And to acknowledge that you are supreme over all creation. Lord, I pray for each and every one of us here, God. Make us men and women who are true worshipers of the living God. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcast.